Oh God, help us to listen to your word with understanding, to receive it with faith, and to obey it with courage. For Jesus Christ's sake, amen. When any new idea or project comes up, in whatever context and whatever age you are, it is always a challenge. Even if we give it a bit more time, and even if we look at it again, we can still come to the same conclusion. The old and tried ways are best, and then we settle into our comfy old armchair, reassured that we've made the right decision. On this William Wilberforce Day, when we remember a man of God for whom change was a way of life, I think you probably know what I'm going to say next. I know it may seem obvious, but here goes. When we read the Gospels, we see that being comfy in our faith wasn't Jesus' way either, was it? And that means that the, as followers, we have to try to understand what it is Jesus wants and then ask God for guidance before we decide whether the change is a good thing or not. In the Gospels, we see the kingdom of God that Jesus preached was never, never going to be ordinary. It would never be like anything that had been heard before. And because of that, people would find it really hard to accept. God's kingdom fizzes with so much energy that it really frightened some people. But that didn't stop them from talking about it. Because just like the abolition of the slave trade that was so important to Wilberforce, so for Jesus, the kingdom was just as important, more important than anything that could happen in this world. Because it is God's greatest gift, waiting for us to accept it and to run with it. But make no mistake, the path of discipleship is never easy, so we need to realize that we will have to make sacrifices, sometimes quite painful sacrifices, but when we reach our goal and open our eyes to see the future, we will know what it's going to bring, and then we will understand at last why we need to sell all we have. We need to be an integral part of God's kingdom and that is the only way. When we join up, then we will see that God is what God is calling us to do, what decisions he's asking us to make, decisions that will change our lives radically. And for our part, we have to be prepared to make that changes happen. So let's look at these kingdom parables that we heard this morning and see if we can find something hidden in them to help us on the way. You know, we wouldn't be human if we didn't want to find some sort of treasure unexpectedly. When we look at people on TV programs who win money prizes, we realize just how much people want to win something. So when we hear about the treasure in the story, it must have been well worth winning. In the first parable, we meet this man who has just been hired as a laborer working in a field when he finds a jar with something valuable valuable jewels or even silver we can imagine how he felt there he was plowing the field and suddenly he saw it lying there in the ground we can feel his joy at first but then we can also understand his feelings of despair 
as he realizes it's someone else's land. It doesn't belong to him. So he has to think quickly what to do next. Surely this is what we have to do when we get a glimpse of the kingdom. Make a quick decision. Because when I see all the changes that have been in my lifetime, I know that the world doesn't stand still. And as we grow in our faith, we realize sometimes we're a long way off the kingdom. When we see just how much we're missing, that's when we have to think of on our feet because we know that the rest of our lives may depend on it. The laborer was so excited with his find and because the treasure was so important to him, he made the decision to buy the whole field so there could be no mistakes and the treasure he found would be absolutely secure and above all, completely his. Jesus is telling us in this parable that the kingdom is not only exciting and valuable, but something that gives a person who finds it great joy. But it is something that has to be searched for, and not everyone finds it or even sees where it might be. Many people heard the teaching of Jesus and the revolution that it promised and just let it pass them by. They failed to recognize either him or the message he brought. When Jesus didn't come up to their expectations, they just went on their way. And even the disciples didn't really understand until Jesus opened their eyes and then they saw the treasure. And like many of us, it was when that they thought that they'd lost everything that they really understood who Jesus was and why he was there. Some of us still have a problem understanding it all, and I know you think I go on about it, but just let me tell you a bit about my own experience with Alpha. I remember when it was first mentioned in this church over 20 years ago, and I was one of those whose eyebrow went up, and I was one of those who thought we were doing very well here at the moment, thank you very much, and we didn't need any innovation. How wrong I was. Now, you may think that I go for changes just for the sake of it, but I can tell you, it's never easy for me either. But, and it is a big but, I always try something before I say no. So I went to HTB and I did the course and I still wasn't convinced. I wasn't convinced it was for me. So I said I'd help with the, serve the food lay up the tables and do the washing up. And even doing that, I hadn't looked or found the treasure that is Alpha. And then I started sitting on the stairs in the Wilberforce Centre, listening to the talks. A year later, I was leading a group and very soon doing a talk myself because Alpha helped me to find my pearl of great price and seeing my way to the kingdom. My Christian life was renewed and I found a new way of seeing and understanding my faith. Of course, there are lots of different ways of finding a path to the kingdom, but we mustn't stop exploring because it is a treasure worth finding. It is the moment that we realize the kingdom isn't something that we read about in a book when we have time to spare. It's the moment when we realize that we found the pearl above all price. It's the moment when we knew the pearl is everything that we want and have ever wanted. And that is the moment we know we need to sell everything 
because we have to acquire it. Are you ready to do that yet? Of course, there are some people immediately swept off their feet when they hear about Jesus, ready to commit to him straight away. But there are those who find the whole thing hard to take in, those who are waiting to be caught in his net. Those nets in Jesus' day were big trawler nets, weighted at the bottom and held up by floats at the top, and they caught every sort of fish that was going. Surely this last parable is Jesus telling us that his mission and that of his disciples is to spread the word about the kingdom all over the world. He doesn't want anyone to be left out. Everyone is welcome in the net. Jesus was indiscriminate about people he gathered around him, and that brought complaints from those who saw themselves as believers, but couldn't take the teaching they heard, even though they suspected that he might be the Messiah asking them to change. It was too much, and they walked away. Sometimes the choice that Jesus gives seems stark and sharp. And when we look at these parables, they really are a challenge. But in our search for the kingdom, we need to look at what they tell us and then act on them. And we know we can't do one without the other. Like William Wilberforce, we need to look at what we want to plan next. We need to see what it was like to be rooted in scripture. And like those who have gone before us, we need to be ready to have a go at things that are new and exciting so that when we find the fresh fruit that there is in the kingdom of God, we will be the ones who will be able to share it with everyone who comes to join in. And that will be to the glory of God.